Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is the Rusk Report, a program that takes an inside look at Western New York with news, features, and special guests. Now, here's your host, Brian Rusk. Welcome to the Rust Report on the Bet 1520. Back by popular demand, we have Ambassador Francis Rooney on this program. I had the great opportunity of meeting him a few times at the uh, embassy uh, in Rome, and he was the U.S. ambassador there for the Vatican. And uh, we had a great pleasure with a meeting with the Hope for Tomorrow Foundation that donated 3,000 surgeries worldwide prior to a meeting with Pope John Paul II. And now we have Ambassador Francis Rooney with us. We're going to talk about his book, The Global Vatican, which came out in 2013. This program was suggested by Stephen Manfredi with the Manfredi Strategy Group. Some information about Ambassador Francis Rooney. He represented Florida's 19th Congressional District in the U.S. House of Representatives from 2017 to 2021. From 2005 to 2008, Ambassador Rooney served as the U.S. Ambassador to the Holy See, appointed by President George W. Bush, and subsequently wrote a book about diplomacy and the U.S. Holy See relationship titled The Global Vatican, which we will discuss today. Ambassador Rooney is a successful businessman who brought decades of private sector experience to government. From 84 to 2005, Ambassador Rooney served as CEO of Rooney Holdings, a diversified group of companies engaged in construction, energy, real estate development, finance, and electronics, manufacturing. A great honor to have him back on the Rusk Report. Once again, Ambassador Francis Rooney. Let's first uh, talk about the centuries-long prejudices against Catholics in America, and is this growing? Where are we today on this prejudice, Ambassador Francis Rooney? Well, it's ironic that when John Carroll and the uh, Jesuits first came to Maryland to found a colony that would accept Catholics, within about 20 years they couldn't own property. Uh, The whole thing turned on them. But nonetheless, Ben Franklin recruited the Carroll brothers to go to France with him to help negotiate a treaty because they knew how to speak French. Uh, now we've come a long way, and I think the, uh, the statistics document that anti-Catholic prejudice peaked with the election of President Kennedy. After that, it, it's declined precipitously. 
You know, there's a big um, controversy today in America with many uh, Catholics who say they're Catholic, but they believe in abortion, and many bishops do not want them to receive uh, Holy Communion. Um, do you have any feelings on that about people who are in elective office, who are Catholics, but do not follow the Catholic faith? Is there a problem here, Ambassador Rooney? Well, well, I think we're seeing a, a real dispersion of views about that. Uh, almost the USCCD sometimes, I wonder where they really stand. And uh, that maybe ties into a little bit of this whole idea of a schism of different uh, views of theology and how to enforce church doctrine. I'm not an expert in that, and I'm not qualified to, to really express an opinion. But we, we do see a lot of uh, uh, different views, politicians uh, particularly, nuancing their views about that. And uh, I don't know where it will all lead. This pope has uh, aided and abetted it. Well, I think the, the term that I've heard is cafeteria Catholics, that they pick and choose their feelings on issues, and the President of the United States, I think, falls in that category. Years ago, I was in Erie, Pennsylvania, and Tom Ridge, uh, who was a cabinet secretary who was for abortion, when uh, Bishop Troutman at the time was giving a communion, he passed over him because of his abortion stance. So there are some bishops who are very strict on um, beliefs about abortion. But there are others who may look the other way. I think you mentioned about the Pope having more tolerant attitude. Uh, why should one go out and buy your book, The Global Vatican? Ambassador Rooney, what's uh, particularly significant in your well, book, The Global Vatican? What I, what, I tried, what I tried to accomplish in the book is to show how important the— first of all, to show what Catholics have been through through history in the United States. It's some of the issues that you mentioned right there. But second, how important the relationship of the United States and the Holy See are as, as really the only two countries that are founded on the principles of human dignity and religious freedom. That doesn't exist anywhere else in anybody else's constitution. And, and as such, we're kind of natural allies to propagate those values. And over the years, I tried to cite some instances of opportunities that the United States and the Holy See have had to work together that have produced productive results for the world. Hi, you're uh, talking a little bit about some things that uh, Pope John Paul II uh, talked about. I believe he talked about the dignity of the human person and the importance of that. Uh, let's uh, talk a little bit about John Paul II and his legacy. Um, let's talk about his morals, his beliefs, his strengths. Well, well, first of all, he did exactly that. He spoke clearly about the natural rights of man, which define the human condition. The other thing he did, he wrote Centesimus Honest about how the Catholic Church and capitalism are not incompatible, where some radicals try to say that it is. That was a very productive service to humanity. And then, of course, the third thing was the whole work with Margaret Thatcher and Ronald Reagan to help bring down the Iron Curtain and end communism. 
about the dignity of the human person, which Pope John Paul II always stood for. And as you said, he destroyed uh, communism, working with Lacfuenza, Margaret Thatcher, and Ronald Reagan. Do we see a lack of that respect and 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 love for the dignity of the human person that John Paul II stood for? Do we see less of that today in 2023? Well, I think Pope Francis expresses it differently, uh, certainly than John Paul and, and Pope Benedict, who spoke more doctrin- doctrinally about the natural rights of man and think of the writings of people like St. Augustine. But uh, Pope Francis has certainly expressed concern for suffering and poverty in the world, which is part and parcel of taking into account the natural rights of man and, and the uh, uh, aggressions against human dignity around the world by uh, autocratic leaders and uh, guerrillas and things like that. For those who just tuned into the Rusk Report, we're very honored to have back with us a man whom I interviewed at the embassy uh, near the Vatican, Ambassador Francis Rooney. He was the U.S. Ambassador to the Holy See. He honored the Hope for Tomorrow Foundation for donating surgeries at no cost to the government worldwide. If you're listening in Cheektowaga, New York, or Montreal, or Washington, D.C., drop us a note. We'd like to hear from you. Please write to Brian Rusk, Bet 1520, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. We always greet cards and letters from our Canadian and European listeners as we at the station have received letters as far away as Scandinavia and New Zealand. A little bit more information about Ambassador Francis Rooney. His book is called The Global Vatican. We highly recommend it, and you can get that at Amazon. One of the company's subsidiaries of Ambassador Rooney is Manhattan Construction Company, which was found, founded in 1896 and is in the fifth generation of Rooney family management and ownership. Significant projects the company has built include the presidential libraries for both George H.W. Bush in College Station, Texas, and George W. Bush in Dallas, Texas, the Dallas Cowboys and Houston Texans football stadiums, U.S. Capitol Visitor Center, Walter Reed Army Institute for Research, and the International oh, yeah. Terminal at Hartsfield-Jackson Airport, Atlanta, Georgia. And a, and a plug here, the Western New Yorkers love their traditions, and the Ampo Legal has been writing about Polish-American traditions and events for over 50 years. News and features from a Polish-American perspective can be found in this weekly newspaper, as well as recipes and a calendar of events. Don't miss out on the next cultural presentation or polka dance by reading the Ampo Legal. The Ampo Legal is available in many Tops and Wegmans stores. For home delivery, call 716-835-9454. That's 716-835-9454. To have the latest news from Poland and Polonia in your mailbox each week. I'd like to uh, talk a little bit um, more about the importance of the Catholic Church's role in world history, and that is talked about in your book, The Global Vatican, Ambassador Rooney. Well, 
again, I, my, my goal was to show the important things the Holy See can do by virtue of their non-hegemonic, unique sovereignty in, in international law. And I think we have a lot of examples of that throughout history. Does the Catholic Church have greater importance today than centuries ago? Uh, that's hard to say. I mean, it's hard to say when you look at the way Pope Pius VI and Pope Pius II dealt with Napoleon. I mean, they faced him down and made him buckle. And uh, that was a pretty big victory for the church and basically the rest of Europe other than France. Now, you were the ambassador to the Holy See. In that role, when you were the U.S. ambassador and there were world crises, conflicts, wars, were you consulted? Were you brought to the Vatican for advice and counsel by the Pope? Tell us about that. Well, there, there is a lot of activity that, that goes on between the United States and the Holy See. The, uh, the, the inter diplomatic interchange is very robust. We do a lot of things to help improve the world and, and help uh, share our common values of religious freedom and human dignity. And I can cite you tons of examples. I put a bunch of them in the book, whether it was in the Congo or, or uh, um, dealing with um, some British soldiers that were taken by Iran and the uh, straits off of Iran that the Pope interceded to get free. We're going back to the old John Paul days where he uh, basically told Jaruzelski that he was one, that Poland was one big concentration camp. I mean, no other world leader would ever step out like that. And that's one of the great services that the Holy See could accomplish. It's interesting you mentioned General Jaruzelski, um, a man who was U.S. ambassador uh, to the United Nations and also to Germany said that Jaruzelski in future generations will be better regarded. That was Vernon Walters. And he said that oh, Jaruzelski yeah. kept the tanks out by sort of playing a middleman route and keeping the Russian tanks from invading and coming in. Do you think history will look upon Jaruzelski better in decades to come? Uh, I guess that's possible, but I know the Pope didn't think much of him. Oh, they're right here. It's okay. The, the, you know, the Pope uh, criticized him directly. And Pope John Paul had a very distinct uh, style of taking people on who he disagreed with. Well, that may have been because he suffered so much under communism and Nazism in his lifetime. So he had a uh, perhaps a different perspective um, uh, let's talk a little bit more about the realm of diplomacy uh, ver with the church and as a role of an ambassador. How do you work towards diplomacy, Ambassador Rooney? Well, you know, diplomacy is a get to, is is an art of getting two different people, or cultures, or governments with different views to respect and consider the other side's point of view and find out if they can reach some kind of common ground. And as such, uh, the Holy See is in a unique position to conduct that. Uh, we, we had a lot of opportunity when I was ambassador to 
draw the Holy See into uh, situations where they could make a unique contribution to resolving things. Madagascar, Sudan, uh, I mentioned a couple of other instances a little while ago, uh, Nicaragua with Ortega. Uh, the Pope could play a unique role and in such was advancing U.S. interests. So the ambassador is, is more than just a symbol or a placeholder. An ambassador to the Vatican is engaged, wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah, very engaged. I mean, you know, but we're trying to construct an agenda for the United States and figure out how uh, the, the points of interaction with the Holy See uh, can be developed and leveraged uh, for both parties' advantage. Now, in this book, you talk about the efforts of fascism, communism, and uh, today's terrorist organizations to uh, break the cross and spill the wine. Um, let's talk about uh, the conflict between Catholicism, the Vatican, the Pope, and fascism, communism, and terrorism. Well, popes have historically been first up to criticize authoritarian, oppressive uh, regimes that were trying to deprive their people of religion and freedom, uh, whether in Germany, uh, whether in uh, the Soviet Union, uh, whether Pope Leo XIII with Rerum Novarum, uh, Pope Pius VI and VII against Napoleon, goes way back. And, and that's, that's a very valuable function that they've been able to perform in the past. Uh, certainly Pope John Paul uh, criticisms in uh, Ortega in Nicaragua and Dorozelski uh, in Poland um, made great progress for us. Um, Let's um, uh, talk a little bit about um, the remarkable path and you talk about uh, this is a comprehensive guide that the Vatican has navigated uh, till today. Let's talk about that path, Ambassador Francis Rooney. Well, the, the Vatican's been on a course of, of re responding to changes in current events and ideas and values and trying to shape them to stay as consistent as possible with church theology. And certainly they have their challenges right now. I'd like to uh, thank those who called regarding our recent guest, Al Zuccaro with the World Trade Center of the Palm Beaches, Congressman Marcus Molinaro, and Professor Tito Rodriguez with Damon University. Coming up, we're going to have another author, a bestseller, John Katsimatidis, who also has a lot of investments in Florida. Uh, he's the man who owns United Refining Company, 400 quick fill gas stations in the Gristiti's grocery store chain. And he has a new best-selling book out about common sense advice from a billionaire, John Katsimatidis, coming up on the Rusk Report. A little bit more information about Ambassador Francis Rooney. His company is currently competing, completing one of the few 
biohazard level four medical and research facilities for the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers at Fort Detrick, Maryland. Ambassador Rooney has served on numerous public and private boards, including Naples Community Hospital, St. Francis Hospital, Tulsa, the Florida Gulf Coast University Foundation for the University of Oklahoma College of International Studies, the University of Tulsa, Center for the Study of the Presidency and Congress, the Trust for the National Mall, D.C., the Advisory Board of the Panama Canal Authority, and Young Professionals Organization, for which he served as the international president in 97-98. Ambassador Francis Rooney, again, the book is called The Global Vatican. It's available through Amazon, and we urge all of our listeners in the United States and Canada to get this book written by our guest, Ambassador Francis Rooney. Uh, Let's talk a, a little bit about an American diplomat whose experience lent him the insider's perspective. Your view on that as that American diplomat, Ambassador Rooney. Well, I got to see diplomacy uh, up front and personal when those British soldiers were taken uh, in Iran because uh, uh, we we engaged the Pope to intercede in that and try to get him freed, and he, in fact, did. Well, that's very good. Do you, do you think that your uh, successor now has the same type of influence with the Vatican today, the current ambassador to the Holy See? Uh, yeah, I do. I think Joe Donnelly, Senator Donnelly, is a really good person, very strong Catholic, and he will be a very effective diplomat and representative of the United States. The Global Vatican captures the braided nature of religious and political power. Let's talk a little bit about that, this intermingling of these two roles and your book, The Global Vatican, Ambassador Rooney. Well, the, 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 the diplomacy of the church is rooted in their theology. So there's not any kind of particular asymmetry between Catholic theology and what they're trying to accomplish in the world, because it all goes back to those fundamental values of human rights and respect for the individual and tolerance and things like that. And as such, they're uniquely qualified to speak uh, in, secular, in the secular world. How complex is this relationship between religious and political power, Ambassador Rooney? Well, it's it's complex in the sense that there are all different kinds of factions that, that sometimes don't buy into what the Holy See can do, don't buy into the role of churches in diplomacy. Uh, there's a guy named Will Imboden who wrote a really great book about Truman's effort to use churches to fight communism. And what they found out was the only church that would stand up was ours. So you hear this Baptist Truman relying on the Catholic Church to fight communism. Now, you also write about battles between uh, the religious and political powers. Looking back, what type of disagreements have we had uh, with religion and politics? Looking at it from your role as a former United States ambassador to the Holy See. Yeah, most of our battles have been when Catholics were being aggrieved and attacked by Protestants in the new, uh, newly founded United States. 
but we finally overcame all them and have moved on to a different place. Well, let's look at the future. You've got a lot of problems. You mentioned Iran before. You've got North Korea, which basically is devoid of uh, religious faith. You have China that really doesn't have a, a, a guiding principle based on a religious uh, philosophy. Um, let's talk about these powder kegs around the world. It seems that uh, communism and religion don't mix very well. They believe more in the state no, power. No, they, they certainly don't. Well, let's talk they about don't. that. And, and none, of the, none, of these, none of these authoritarian regimes fit well with either what the Holy See stands for or what America stands for, and it's presenting some fairly unique challenges to us, certainly in the case of China. Let's talk about the perhaps a greater lack of faith in America and the world, lack of belief in God. It seems to be overwhelming in American culture. It, <laughs> there's a new philosophy as far as gender and morality and so forth. Uh, let's talk about this faith and reliance on uh, Catholic and other religious institutions. Well, there's a lot of strange things going on in the world. I'm not an expert in theology, and I'm not qualified to comment on what the Church would say about it, but certainly we're seeing some uh, identity politics and fractionalization in the United States, which can only make China feel good and doesn't make me feel good at all. Let's talk a little bit about communism. You talked about uh, St. John Paul II and how he looked at communism as evil. Uh, lack of uh, respect for the dignity of the human person, uh, the violation of the freedoms that communism represents. Is this a greater threat today than decades ago? Oh, no, I don't think it's nearly as great a threat as it was decades ago. I think the, the internal uh, destruction and debility of the Russian government and people and ethos is going to take care of them. I'm not Look at how poorly they've shown in the Ukraine. Uh, our biggest threat is China. Do you think that we may be militarily involved with threats to China, Taiwan, uh, in the Pacific? Where do you see that? Well, the way we're behaving, we're almost asking them to take Taiwan. I wish that we would cease to be so distractive on the identity politics and things like that and be a lot more focused on how do we harden up our country, have enough of a naval fleet to to uh, uh, contest in the South China Sea and things like that. But we don't seem to be focused on doing that. We have a minute left on the Rusk Report. As a former ambassador of the Holy See and author of the book, The Global Vatican, available in Amazon, let's talk about the evil of Vladimir Putin and the Ukraine war. Well, Putin has certainly shown his stripes. You know, 15 years ago, he wrote a book saying he wanted to regain the territory that was lost with the fall of the CIS and, and actually go back to the uh, hege hegemony of Peter the Great. And he's focused on doing it. And the guy uh, is uh, well-trained, uh, doesn't respect humanity at all, and is willing to do whatever it takes to accomplish his goals. But it seems like he's failing, isn't it? It does, because his soldiers can't fight. 
their equipment's not that good, and the, the Ukrainians have shown that they have some inner fortitude that no one would have expected. And I think most of the West, to one degree or another, is, is uh, allied to help them out. I'm sorry we have to bring the Rusk Report to a close. Back by popular demand after two decades, we have Ambassador Francis Rooney. We recommend his book, The Global Vatican, that's available with Amazon worldwide. Special thanks to Kevin Carr, Director of Production, and Stephen Manfredi with Manfredi Strategy Group for recommending this program. Thank you for enlightening us, Ambassador Francis Rooney. Have a great week. You've been listening to The Rusk Report, a program that takes an inside look at the Western New York community with news, features, and special guests. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write to Brian Rusk, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Amherst, New York, 14226. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.